You're listening to The Morning Five. I'm your host, Michael Ware, founder and president of the Center for Christianity and Public Life, giving you five minutes of news and scripture Mondays through Thursdays. Today is Thursday, October 12th, 2023. Let's open with scripture. We're going to read from Matthew 22 today. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. May God bless the reading of his word. Well, friends, it's good to be with you. We made it to the end of another week of the Morning Five. I am your host, Michael Ware. If you're new to the Morning Five, welcome. Before we get to the news, it's been... uh, a newsy week for the Center for Christianity and Public Life, and particularly regarding our inaugural summit that's in D.C. next month, November 6th and 7th. Uh, earlier this week, we announced over 20 speakers, including Pulitzer uh, Prize-nominated journalist uh, Elizabeth Brunig, The Washington Post, Christine Emba, IJM, International Justice Mission CEO, Gary Haugen, Interfaith America's Ibu Patel, uh, and uh, they're all going to be speaking, and many more, at our For the Good of the Public Summit, again, in D.C., November 6th through 7th. We'd love to have you there. And then just yesterday, we announced uh, the the Center for Christian and Public Life will be now we'll be presenting a new award, the Civic Renewal Award, uh, to two individuals for the first time at our summit uh, next month. And we'll be honoring Sister Norma Pimentel of Catholic Charities and Timothy Keller, uh, Pastor Tim Keller. Um, and we're just tremendously honored for that. You're going to want to uh, be in D.C. for the summit. It's going to be a special time and, and hope that you'll attend. You could go to ccpubliclife.org, learn more about it, and, uh, and register to be with us. All right, with that, let's get to the news 
uh, where, you know, and I think this is, I think the Morning Five is going to have uh, a segment uh, on on this for uh, the coming days. Uh, and, and here's the update on what's happening in Israel. First, uh, there is a new wartime a government, a new coalition in Israel, the right-wing government uh, run by Netanyahu has formed a, a new coalition with the centrist uh, opposition. Uh, and so there's a, a unified government to make uh, decisions and, and lead Israel. In this season, uh, the Israeli military continues uh, to... to uh, attack Gaza. Uh, and uh, this war is not expected to uh, uh, dissipate anytime soon. In fact, it's expected to, to escalate. Uh, the Israeli government has said the toll in the attack by Hamas uh, has risen to 1,200 people killed, 169 of those Israeli soldiers uh, almost 3,000 others wounded, while an estimated 150 people are believed to be uh, kidnapped, held hostage in Gaza. But meanwhile, Secretary Tony Blinken, the Secretary of State for the U.S., Tony Blinken, uh, went to Israel yesterday to show support uh, for Israel in the wake of the Hamas attack but also to try and seek a, a, a solution, a way to mitigate a humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Uh, there are complex negotiations involving Israel, Egypt, uh, other, other states to both try and get folks out of Gaza uh, and also to get aid in. Um, it is uh, the, the, the potential, as we discussed yesterday, 180,000 plus have already been displaced. The potential for loss of life is, is profound uh, in, in Gaza and the 2.3 million people living inside the 140 square mile uh, strip of, of land. Finally, Similar to yesterday, an update on uh, the United States House of Representatives search for a speaker. Uh, Republicans have nominated S Steve Scalise, who was basically Speaker McCarthy's deputy. Uh, Scalise won a slim majority within the vote within the Republican caucus, uh, uh, beating uh, uh, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan offered to uh, nominate Scalise for speaker, uh, though he has not publicly announced his support. So it's, it's reported that, that Jim Jordan offered to do this. Um, but uh, the Republican caucus ended the day without bringing Scalise for a vote. And uh, we have on the record statements from a number of Republicans who are either uh, sticking with Jim Jordan uh, or, or uh, uh, voting uh, in in a different way, um, 
And so Scalise has to find a way to get almost the entire Republican caucus behind him. I think it will be very difficult. Maybe there are three, four Democratic votes that Scalise would could pick up from moderate Democrats and tough districts. But even that's going to be going to be tough. Uh, Scalise is really going to need to find a way to unify um, in some ways a more divided caucus than what McCarthy faced because at the end of the day, McCarthy had all but eight Republicans voting for him. Uh, and it looks like if Scalise was brought up for a vote now, there would be more than eight Republicans who at least on the first ballot we're not prepared to vote for Scalise. And so Republicans are going to try and figure this out. It, it could uh, very possibly move through the House tomorrow. They may need another weekend. Uh, but uh, time uh, time is, uh, is precious and it's fleeting. Uh, the continuing resolution to fund the government, those 45 days are, are expiring. There's pressure on the U.S. House to be uh, uh, in session to respond to the events in Israel and, and, and Gaza. And so, you know, again, as we discussed yesterday, there is this combination of political pressure and policy pressure uh, that, that may expedite things here. All right, there's your news for the day. Uh, let's... End it there and close with prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. All right, friends, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me. As always, The Morning Five is brought to you in partnership with the That Sounds Fun Network supported by the Center for Christianity and Public Life. Hope you have a great day, a great weekend. Uh, we'll be back uh, for The Morning Five next week.